welcome to the Write for a Reason podcast. My name is Janet Wilson. I'm a publisher of Christian fiction for young people with Dernier Publishing. If you are a Christian and new to writing stories for kids and teens, stay tuned for encouragement, creative writing tips and actionable strategies you can implement immediately to become a better writer. Thanks for coming over. Now let's jump straight into today's writing tip, which is all about showing, not telling. I'm sure you've heard this talked about quite a lot. Some unsolicited manuscripts I receive have one major flaw, and that is the lack of showing and lots of telling. It's a shame because stories where readers are simply told what is happening can make for slow and dull reading, even when there's an interesting plot, some great characters and a wonderful setting. So what is this all this showing, not telling all about? Well, showing is more than a simple telling of the facts. It's more illustrative, more dramatic, and it builds a better picture in your readers' minds, drawing them into the story and taking them closer to the action. As Anton Chekhov famously wrote, and you've probably heard this quote many times or seen it written, don't tell me the moon is shining. Show me the glint of light on broken glass. That's brilliant, isn't it? Here are a few more simple examples of show, not tell. Okay, here's a tell. It got dark. And here's a way of showing the same thing. What was left of the coloured clouds sailed away with the last blush of the sun and the cold sky filled with stars. That's from London's Gone, which is published by Dernia Publishing. So in the second example, we have um, quite a flowery picture of the coloured clouds sailing away with the last blush of the sun and the cold sky filling with stars. We're not actually told that it gets dark. We can see that it gets dark from the picture. Now, you don't want to be doing that all the time, all the way through your story. Um, It's going to break up the story too much. Sometimes there's definitely a place for just saying that it got dark. Uh, But occasionally, there's a beautiful way of showing it instead you're taking your readers right there so in this particular instance there's a group of teenagers uh, cycling along a dark um, country lane and uh, to just just to, to say that it got dark and then they did this and then they did that would be a bit dull but to be able to add this little bit of um, showing in there um, about what the the the, the sky is doing um, is lovely oh, let me just read it again to you What was left of the coloured clouds sailed away with the last blush of the sun and the cold sky filled with stars. So you can see it got dark. (laughs) Okay, here's another one. Um, Here's a, a simple tell. It was an incredible view. Now, there's certainly a place for for saying that. I mean, this particular instance is a little girl, Abby, a 10-year-old girl who's on holiday in Vancouver Island, and she's looking over this amazing view. Um, But this is what the uh, author, uh, Denise Haywood, wrote. Instead of saying it was an incredible view, she wrote, The beauty of it delighted me, as the hugeness and loneliness of it terrified me. 
So that gives such a beautiful idea of the uh, the loneliness, the hugeness of this scene that this little girl is looking o- uh, looking over. Um, she does suffer with night terrors. She gets very anxious. She has these panic attacks. Uh, so you can understand that as she's looking at this beauty, uh, the loneliness and the hugeness of it also terrified her. So we, we've managed to get some emotion in here. Uh, at the same time as bringing the readers closer into looking at this scene. Let me read it again. The beauty of it delighted me as the hugeness and loneliness of it terrified me. It's rather lovely, isn't it? Okay, let's have one last one. He sounded cross, though they couldn't hear what he said. Now, in this instance, there's two... Uh, youngsters who are spying on a man at another table in a little cafe so they're watching what he watching watching him um, listening to what he said but at this particular point in the story um, a little girl is crying and they can't hear what this man said so he sounded cross so they couldn't hear what he said that would have that would have done it Uh, that would have let readers know what was going on but instead we have He growled something they couldn't hear, then snapped his phone shut with a harsh click. So in the first instance, we're told the facts, and in the second, we're given more of a dramatic picture. Um, In the last instance, the word angry isn't mentioned at all. We've been shown that the man is cross instead. He growled something they couldn't hear, then snapped his phone shut with a harsh click. So that's a little bit of show, not tell for you. And you see what a powerful tool this is in fiction writing, showing, not telling. Now it's over to you. Why not look through your own story, your current work in progress, and see where you might be able to change some telling into showing. If you're still not sure, I'd be delighted to welcome you on the Write for Reason course. Uh, Lots more information about that on the Write for Reason website, where we go into um, how to show, not tell in more detail. There's an extra little uh, bonus mini course there for you. Well, I hope you found this helpful. If you did, please share with your writer friends and hop on over to writeforreason.com where you'll find lots more resources and encouragement to help you write excellent, relevant, fun novels and get them into readers' hands. If you haven't yet done my free course, Gripping Beginnings, you can sign up and start immediately. This will help you grip your readers in the very first page of the story. And you need to do that because if you don't, they might not keep reading. So don't put it off. Today is a gift to use wisely. And you can write your book. And if you've been called to write, someone's waiting for it. See you again soon.